It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Baseball season, it comes and goes, but Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of AstroCast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing. Today, the Houston Astros play game two of their best of five American League Division Series against the Oakland A's. Astros have a one game to none lead in the series after a 10 to five win over the A's yesterday. Carlos Correa, three hits, including a pair of homers, drove in four. George Springer, four for five, had an RBI double as the Astros able to take game one over the A's at Dodger Stadium. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It's Fromber Valdez on the mound for the Astros today, and he was outstanding out of the bullpen in the wild card game, uh, or game one of that series against the Twins. It was like a start, though, as he went five scoreless out of the pen. Yeah, and he walked in the first two batters he faced. We're going, uh-oh, maybe this postseason thing with Fromber is going to be a little different. Maybe revert to what we saw the last couple of years. But, man, did he rectify things. And then it was just shut out baseball the rest of the way. And, and that's what you're hoping for. He was the Astros' best pitcher this year. I thought he was going to pitch game one of this series. But he gives you a, a great chance to get deep into this game. And that's what you need when you're talking about a series when you're not going to have off days right now. Game two for Framber Valdez, who can maybe get you into the seventh or eighth inning. That's exactly what Dusty Baker's hoping for. Meanwhile, Shamanaya going for the A's, making his first start of the postseason. He was really good down the stretch as he had a 2.65 ERA over his last six regular season starts. But he's pitching for the first time today in about two weeks. Yeah, he's on 13-day rest, and you don't know what you're going to get when it, when it happens like that. And I'll tell you what, he's been wearing something that, that happened last year, and it was pitching in the wild card game where he really pitched poorly, gave up three home runs, got the team in, in a bind, and they never came back in that game. He's been thinking about that ever since, and he feels like, you know, i got to go out there and trust myself. But it sounds like he's trying to talk himself into something. So he's not going to really have true confidence until he has success in the first couple of innings. So it's imperative for the Astros to jump on him early. Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if the conditions today at Dodger Stadium are similar to yesterday. The ball was really flying in that ball game, a 91-degree uh, game time temperature. And, uh, certainly, we saw both teams take advantage of that, but the Astros were able to get the runs they needed late to pick up the victory. They did. So it, it sounds like the, the temperature is going to be within two or three degrees of what it was yesterday at the start. So the ball is going to be jumping. So uh, for these two pitchers, it's going to be imperative to keep the ball low. And if you saw the, the six home runs that were given up yesterday, only one was really uh, a, a good pitch. The others were kind of meatballs. They were right down the middle of the plate. So 
You know, it's about execution more than anything else. Keep the ball low, elevate uh, above the strike zone to, to get those swings and misses. But uh, I thought uh, those were mistakes that were hit out of the ballpark yesterday. One of the, the strengths of Framber Valdez this year and one of the big reasons why he had the year he did, going deep into ball games, was regular, regularly able to pitch seven innings for the Astros. And it feels like this is a game with the way both teams used their bullpen yesterday. Dusty Baker saying and Ole Paredes likely unavailable after pitching two innings in game one yesterday. It seems like the team who's able to get the most out of their starter today, that could be the deciding factor. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the deciding factor in most games. So uh, for Valdez, uh, he was very efficient this year, 14.8 pitches per innings, uh, which is in the top 10 of Major League Baseball. And that came out of nowhere. He was he was in the close to 17 pitches an yeah. inning in years past. So so just keep doing what you're doing, you know. And, and I think uh, Maldonado does a good job if a pitcher starts to wobble a little bit, get, getting them back on the plate by setting up more down the middle. And you can do that with Valdez because he gets such late movement on all of his pitches. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker, and a little later we'll hear from Astros third baseman Alex Bregman, who homered in game one, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management. For environmental solutions that deliver economical savings, go to thinkgreen.com. Swing and a miss, blow a fastball by him, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros go up one game to none in the best of five American League Division Series, defeating the Oakland A's 10 to five. Boy, some big innings by the Astros. The crooked numbers got them, got them to 10 runs. 16 hits for the Astros, the second most hits they've ever had in a postseason game. Uh, what a start for the Astros, but they still got more work to do. Well, a nice win yesterday, Dusty, and saw the offense break out with, with 10 runs against the Oakland A's. And uh, so many good things for the Astros in the first game of this series. And I thought one of the biggest things was you, you really got into their bolt, and Chris Bassett uh, didn't make it out of the, the fifth inning. And you wound up seeing but seven of their relievers. And that obviously is something that can pay dividends with five games in five days. Well, it can, but, uh, you know, all of them are probably available for the second day in a row. You know what I mean? It, it would be <clears throat> really to our benefit. We could get into their bullpen early today to, you know, to maybe, you know, make it tough for for tomorrow and today. And so the, 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 I'm hoping that we have a big offensive output and they got to go get in because I know Mane has been tough on us, uh, uh, you know, in the past. I mean, he, you know, we hit him well. We just haven't gotten, you know, many hits, you know, because up in Oakland, we hit, I don't know, seven, eight line drives and all of them are caught. So, you know, we're thinking lucky and, uh, you know, all right, you know, we're thinking lucky to, uh, you know, to get some holes and, uh, and get some hits. So Altuve get a, a couple of hits yesterday, his first hits of this postseason. And the first of those hits, uh, a base hit the other way. And that's something we, we haven't seen as much of from Altuve of late, and obviously that's a good sign when you see Altuve taking the ball the other way. Well, that's a great sign because, I mean, he's been working on it. He's been working hard on it. And, uh, you know, you'd like to see, you know, some of your fruits of your labor 
come through. You know, he, he's hit some balls hard the other way, uh, you know, for outs. And, uh, you know, let's face it, we all like to get some hits. And especially when you're spoiled by getting hits like Altuve has over, over a period of time. But the biggest hit was a two-out RBI. Breaking ball, and that is lifted in a short left field. That's going to drop in front of Grossman for a base hit. Maldonado scores. Springer coming in. The slide. He's safe. Throw is offline, and the Astros take the lead. Six to five. Jose Altuve drives in a pair with his second single of the day. Boy, the Astros have made the A's pay for their defensive gaffe. The error by Simeon opened this whole inning up for the Astros, and they take the lead. You know, that was huge, you know, because then I think we got the lead on that hit, and, uh, uh, you know, now we're feeling feeling good about ourselves. And uh, so, uh, you know, we had some good offensive output yesterday. You know, they hit um, – um, McCullers kind of hard, uh, uh, but you know he hung in there, and it was big of him striking out the side with runners on second and third and nobody out. That was, I mean, that was huge. You know, we had to make a decision there: do we go back to our bullpen and go through our whole bullpen, or do we take a chance there? You know, with McCullers that knows how to get out of those jams and out of those situations, and he certainly uh, it, uh, that that was huge right there. You know, your bullpen has pitched very well uh, throughout the postseason, and they pitched well again yesterday. Blake Taylor, Noli Paredes, Christian Javier, Ryan Presley. And uh, it's unlike the twin series where you were able to use some starters in the bullpen, although Javier has started much of the year. But, I mean, you couldn't have asked for much more from your bullpen. Five innings, no hits, and only one walk, which, you know, the walks have been an issue at times for that pen. And walks are what they depend on. And, uh, you know, in, in, in Javier's case, he had he – had, I don't know, two or three, uh, uh, three, two counts. And then they fouled off some and fouled off some. You hate to see them fall off too many pitches because it's hard to keep repeating, you know, that delivery without throwing it right down the middle. So, you know, uh, I mean, he made some pitches, some huge pitches when he had to, uh, you know, none bigger than probably against um, uh, Olsen when he fouled off a whole bunch of pitches and then ended up throwing a three, two gutsy curveball but you got to give uh, Maldi a lot of credit for, you know, for having uh, confidence and faith in the young man that he could make and execute a pitch like that. So, uh, uh, you know, we had, some, we had some real turning points in the game, and, uh, you know, that was one of them. Carlos Correa. He hits this one pretty well. Straight away center field. Looking up. That's good wood. It's gone. A game-tying two-run homer for Carlos Correa. It's 3-3. Three to three. Second home run in as many postseason games for Correa. What a swing of the bat, and just like that, the Astros have tied it. He hits this one high in the air, center field. Sending Lariano back. He's on the warning track. It's gone! Correa's second jack. The Astros lead 8-5 to five on a bomb to center field. And like we said, Correa owns Trevino. <laughs> Make that one for 12. <laughs> Off of Lou Trevino now for Correa. Three hits, four RBIs, two homers, and he's homered uh, three times over the last two postseason games. And you were getting a lot of questions from the media near the end of the season and the beginning of the postseason about uh, Correa's lack of power. Uh, what do you? What is different with the Correa now over the last couple of games? Well, you know, the, the main thing, I mean, you know, he's been working hard with, uh, you know, in the batting cage, you know, with uh, Carlos, you know, you know with uh, uh, Centron. And, uh, you know, he's made a couple adjustments. And, uh, you know, he told me a couple of days ago, well, about four or five days ago, that Carlos is going to get hot. And, uh, you know, you can watch him in BP. 
uh, and, and that's why we moved Carlos ahead of Yuli, you know, to, to move his hot bat up behind uh, Tucker. So now, you know, we got to work on getting Yuli straight. And, uh, you know, I mean, Yuli's been our clutch RBI guy, you know, ever since he's been here. And uh, I know it's killing him not to hit and killing him not to, not to, you know, drive in runs. Because once a guy gets used to driving in runs, he expects it and we expect it. So uh, next, uh, we can just keep Carlos where he is and, and Brady swinging better. Uh, so uh, we just hopefully get more of the same than we had, you know, like we had yesterday. All right, Dusty Baker, thanks for joining us and uh, good luck today. All right, Robert, thank you. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. This episode of AstroCast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Slow curve, and he hits this one well. Bregman thinks he's got it. It's up, it's up, it's up, and it's out of here! Off the top of the wall in left field, and Bregman collects a home run here in the division series, and the A's now lead it 3-1. to one. 11th career postseason home run for Bregman, his first one off of a pitcher who has not previously been an all-star. And welcome back to Astrolaunch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks. Alex Bregman is my guest today. Big home run in the fourth inning of yesterday's game, Alex. Uh, you guys go off offensively like we haven't seen for a couple of weeks. What did you see on the curveball? And you knew it right away. The ball was jumping, didn't you? No, I honestly didn't know it. I, I, I kind of I like fell out of the box. I was a little out front, a little off balance. Um, just saw it. Uh, I, I noticed yeah, a lot of, lot of off speed um, my first at bat. So kind of calmed myself down and um, – waited on it and uh, was able to put a good enough swing on it to get it out of here. Um, but all, all around offensively, our team did a great job um, just stringing it bass together. Um, I mean, the two-out rally was was amazing. It all started with great hustle out of Josh. So um, was really, really happy with how we played yesterday. And uh, means nothing today. Got to go back out there and uh, and play hard. You've been in a lot of these series, and there's a scouting report that goes on before each of these series. And as a hitter, I just wanted to, to know what you think about the other team trying to attack you. Do you get an idea of what they're going to try to do that first game, or do you think they change enough uh, where that doesn't matter that much? I think it just varies on different pitcher. Um, each pitcher has their strengths, yeah. and um, they try and um, pitch to – a lot of teams try and pitch to their strengths. Some teams try and pitch to – hitters weaknesses so you kind of try and got to get a sense for um what they're trying to do and um figure out how they're going to try and attack you so um i think uh for the most part i think we did a really good job approach approach wise yesterday george springer talked to the media after the game yesterday and somebody asked him uh about your offense and he said it finally feels like in this postseason you all have finally started to slow things down so I wanted to ask you, I mean, did, did you worry about that? And why was it so hard to slow things down during the regular season? Well, it's 60 games. It's normally you get 162. Right. Uh, this is month. This is literally month three of the season for us. Uh, I think I might have had the best first two months of my career. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I might have. Like, I, I'm not a fast starter. So um, where I'm, where, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, 60 games if you give it 162 I have a pretty pretty good feeling that um, we'd be right where we want to be offensively for pitching I I think the toughest correction mechanically is always 
trying to stay closed as long as possible. Is it the same thing with hitting? That's me right now. Yeah. Um, when I stay when I stay closed, um, I'm able to stay through the baseball and not, and not really cut my swing off. So um, was able to do it twice yesterday and two times I did it. Um, got a lucky infield hit and then uh, was able to stay closed on the line drive, stay closed on the homer. Um, but I mean, it comes down to being repeatable and being able to repeat your swing. So I got to be able to do it more than two out of four times. So um, that's what I'm working on in the cage every day, um, trying to stay close, trying to get repeatable, trying to get um, short, tight, quick to the ball. And uh, it's, it's basically been the only thing on my mind. First couple of games against the Rangers, we saw that. Lance Lim, that home run, we saw you stay close and it's really quick and you talked about that you finally felt like you weren't cutting through the baseball tell people what that means yeah so when when you cut the the knob of your bat goes down and uh when you're when you're going to hit the knob of the bat goes down towards home plate instead of forward towards through the baseball through the middle of the field and uh when you when you, your knob goes down your front side normally blows out and your front side opens too soon um and doesn't stay square, um, you normally get pop flies to right field and ground balls to the left side. So um, for me, I mean, my swing has has always been and will always be mechanical. Like I, I, I think mechanics, a lot of people don't think mechanics, mm. but um, when mechanically I'm right, I feel like um, I'm consistently swinging the bat and barreling it. When mechanically I'm wrong, it's it's one of those days where you just go up there and you battle your you battle your tail off and try and, and, try and fight for a knock. Um, fight to move a guy over, fight to drive a guy in. But um, the, the best seasons that I've had um, has been the seasons that I've been mechanically right for the longest period of time. And um, normally that comes around June. So hopefully uh, we'll treat this postseason as a uh, month three, like it, like it normally is. I think I know the answer to this question, but why does it appear like you guys are looser in the playoffs? I mean, I think it's just because 60 games and and you're trying to cram all your numbers into two months and okay. you look up at the board and you're like, damn, I'm hitting 250 right now. What the hell? I got <laughs> I got to get back to being normal. I got to be my I got to be myself again. Yeah. And then in the postseason, it's like fresh start. win. That's all that matters. Yeah, go win and um, move a guy over, drive a guy in, hit a sack fly. I on a guy over and um team does a good job of separating that yeah last thing with alex bregman alex uh the team extended yuli guriel i know you and yuli are really tight what does that mean to you and the rest of the team oh it's huge uh he's unbelievable um great teammate great offensively great defensively um just a just an all-around great guy um one of my favorite people I've ever played the game with. Um, great family as well. Um, I mean, when fans are allowed in the stands, his parents and uh, brothers um, would come to the games and yeah. um, just being able to talk with them. Our families are close. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's awesome to have him back. Um, he's, he's amazing. He's one, of the, he's one of the best dudes in the world. So super happy that we extended him. And um, let's go win a ball game. Alex, thanks for catching up, man. Good luck today. Yeah. Hell yeah. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLP, and 
your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to AstroCast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, Inoli Paredes will be next. I'm Gang. So I was excited to be in the mound to help the team to, to win a great game like today. What was going through your mind on that comeback or when you bobbled it a little bit and then when you throw to first, kind of take us through your emotions when you're slapping the field there? Uh, for a little bit, but I find it and, uh, and, and make sure to throw the shot of the first base to make a, a, a great out. Yeah, just Anoli, that, that comebacker that you fielded to, to get out of that inning, what was the emotion like after you, you got it, you threw to first, and then we saw you were pretty happy? Yeah, it was 100% that I can make the out. So I lose the ball for a little bit. But when I make sure to get the ball, I, I just be ready to throw a, a good throw to the first base to, to, get, to get a great, great, great out. So I don't feel like nervous anything because uh, I have everything uh, in control. So I just find the ball and make a good throw. Jay Kaplan. Yeah, Anoli, you threw almost exclusively fastballs today. Was that your plan coming into the outing, or, or was that pitch just working so well for you that you stuck with it instead of going to more sliders? I put everything in, in the bullpen ready to go. So, uh, uh, Maddie was calling the pitches. Uh, I just made to, to, to make a quality pitches. Uh, I was ready with all my pitches. Jason Bristol. Hi, Anoli. Um, Martin had mentioned that no fans would help the younger pitchers. Do you felt? Did you feel that no crowd helped you out there in terms of nerves? Uh, I don't have time to think about that. I just focus in the catcher when I come. When they give me the opportunity, when I get the call to get in the games, I just come focus in the in the in the, in the game, focus in my catcher, uh, be ready for make a, a good throw. Uh, I don't think in the fans and in, in anything. I just. My mind is you're ready to help the team to win. We have time Thank for you. one more question. Uh, Chandler, go ahead. I don't have one. Someone else can. Hey, can I have one in Spanish? Yeah, go ahead, Luis. Okay. Uh, Enoli, este, háblame sobre tu, tu experiencia. ¿Cómo fue el partido de hoy? Eh, ya que fue este, tu primero en postemporada. Es muy emocionante. Eh, estaba súper emocionado en, en, en el bullpen cuando me dijeron que estaba en el juego. Eh, y quise poner 100% mi, mi, mi ayuda para ayudar al equipo a ganar este, este juego. Fue el primer juego, pero un gran juego tener la victoria de hoy. Eh, está emocionado y de verdad que es un momento que nunca voy a olvidar de mi vida. Gracias, Inoli. That's all the time I have, Luis. Sorry. Okay. Thank you, Inoli. All right, questions for Lance from Colors. Brian McTaggart, you want to start? Start uh, a warm day today. What what was it like? Did you know the ball would be be flying like that? And was it uh, was it was it frustrating when both your starting pitchers are you know watching some balls hit hard and others just carry more than they usually would? Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Uh, it was it wasn't ideal um, pitching conditions, but uh, it was we had the same we had the same advantage or or so to speak, and um, the guys did a great job uh, battling. And uh, putting up good at bats against, um, you know, don't don't get it twisted, man. Bassett's a good pitcher, really good pitcher. He's had a really great year. Um, he's pitched well against us. So, um, you know, to to put those kind of a bats up against him and up against that bullpen, extremely impressive to watch. Chandler, Lance, there were two instances where 
you, you strand runners in scoring position to get back in the dugout and keep the game close. I'm wondering mentally how you compartmentalize and kind of put behind what's happened to kind of bear down there and, and get out of those two situations. Yeah, I mean, in those tough situations, especially early in the game, um, you know, you kind of just kind of got to make your last stand, so to speak. Uh, you got to kind of put it all out there and, uh, you know, really try to make big pitches. And um, I, I know that the line looks off, but, you know, I really felt good. I felt calm. I felt focused. My stuff, my stuff was good. Um, that's what allowed me to, um, you know, stay calm in those situations, especially with the, uh, the third, the second and third, no outs uh, facing the, the guys that were coming up uh, with them. You know, Oakland, they, they, they put the ball in play. They, they don't swing at a whole lot of balls. Um, so to be able to um, get out of those jams and, and still really give us a chance um, was important in that moment of the game. And I've said this 10,000 times, I'll say it again. I'll, I'll go out there and, and battle and, and, and do whatever we got to do uh, to, get the, to get the win, especially in the playoffs. That, that's what we're here for. Mark Berman. Lance, you talked about getting the win. How big is this to open a best of five series with a victory in this situation? Well, it's huge. Um, beyond that, I think seeing the guys, um, you know, like I said, like I mentioned, the, the way that they had at bats today were crazy impressive. Um, you know, when you when you see our guys and they start to feel dangerous and look dangerous in that box, um, you know, like they did today. Is, is when, you know, is when you have a lot of confidence. But, um, you know, it, it's huge to get a, a big game one victory, um, you know, over a quality team. Richard Justice. Lance, uh, I think you've sort of almost answered it when you saw the way the guys were swinging the bat today. What's it like playing behind Carlos, playing in front of Carlos Correa and the emotion that he shows? Do you guys feed off that? beyond the big hits that he has. Yeah, I mean, um, Carlos Correa's presence um, can never go understated. And uh, he's – I think he's the best shortstop in baseball. Um, I've been playing with this with, with him. I've watched him since we were 16, 17 years old. You know, he's, he's, he's one of my best friends. And uh, his ability to impact the game defensively, um, offensively, uh, you know, he tagged up on that ball today um, when the ball, he was at first. That probably goes unnoticed, but that's a guy that, that is locked in and, and um, you know, really making things happen for his team, gave us another opportunity to score. It didn't happen, but he put us in that opportunity. So when you have a guy like him, you know, the, the captain of, of the defense, you know, one of the captains of this team, um, especially when he's hitting down there in the 6-7 hole, able to do damage and flip the lineup, um, when Carlos Correa is right, ain't nobody better. And that, that's, that's just facts. Adam Spolane. Lance, with the way you guys have felt over this last you know week or so, is it starting to feel the way that it felt the last few years? No, we, um, you know, people don't like to talk about the injuries we've gone through. Um, we're missing our Cy Young winner. We're missing the, the AL Rookie of the Year. Um, all of the guys throughout the season kind of battled their own individual battles, whether they were playing or not. So we knew, um, you know, we wanted to win the division. Uh, Oakland outran us. We weren't going to be able to run them down. But we, we knew we needed to get in the playoffs, get in the dance. 
and um, just win ball games. At that point, you know, um, going back to 2012, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, all those World Series teams, those are wild card teams. I know that the last few years, 17, 18, 19, you've been seeing a lot of the guys who have been winning divisions and, and, and the big names um, of the sport getting in there. But before that, you go back, you know, the Royals and the, the Cardinals and the Giants, you know, you got to get into this. You got to get into the postseason. You have to know how to win these baseball games. And, um, you know, we've been there. We've, we, we've been able to accomplish that. So we have a lot of, um, you know, confidence coming into the postseason. Records don't matter. Home wins and losses don't matter. Um, you know, all that matters is, is, is scraping, is scraping W's. And so far we've been able to do that. Hey Lance, I'm just curious, knowing Carlos, as long as you've known him, do, do you feel like he sort of thrives under just the perception of this team or it feels as if like the entire world is against you guys? It, it seems like he's really sort of embraced that sort of villain role that people want to give him and it's kind of benefiting him. No, uh, you know, Carlos Correa is not a villain. He's a he's an amazing human. Uh, he's a, he's a humanitarian. Uh, he takes care of Houston. He takes care of Puerto Rico. Uh, he's a he's a great friend. He's a great husband. So the way that people want to perceive us is fine. People are allowed to have their own opinions. People are allowed to feel any way you want to feel about the Houston Astros. We have to go out there and win baseball games. And uh, when Carlos Correa. Um, like I, like I've been saying, you know, like I said, when, when, when he's right, um, you know, there's nobody better. And you, you guys have seen, um, his success today. It's not a, a one-time thing. I, I believe he broke the record today <clears throat> for under 26 years old, 26 and under for homers and RBIs in the postseason. You guys have gotten a, a glimpse of, um, what he's worked so hard for on the defensive side of ball. Um, this this season, and um, he's been coming up huge for us, as a lot of guys have. Maldonado, uh, the way Altuve um, played today, the the big at bats that 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 he had, George postseason George. Um, you know, we we have a good team. We may not have the big names, the big bank accounts, but but we got guys with balls, and we got a good team. Wendell can set up the belt. The three two. Breaking ball, and that is grounded past the dive of Pinder and down the left field line. That'll score Reddick. Maldonado will get the stop sign at third. Springer in the second with an RBI double, and it is five to four A's. Four hits now for George Springer. That double with two strikes just dragged his bat through the zone and was able to keep it just inside the bag at third base. What a beautiful at bat by George. And Springer becomes the first Astro since Marwin Gonzalez in game two of the 2018 division series against Cleveland to have a four hit game in the postseason. Seemed like standard operating procedure for a postseason game, just given how well the lineup clicked, especially at the top of the order. Um, you know, I, I just think as a whole, you know, a group, we strung together quality at bats. You know, we got guys over when we needed to. Um, we scored guys when we needed to. We got guys on base um, to start it. So it, it was a, a good offensive day for us, um, but it's on to tomorrow. Mark Berman. George, what did you think about what Carlos Correa did today? I mean, he's a special player. Um, I've seen him do special things. And, you know, he, he always seems to rise to the occasion. Um, you know, for, for him to uh, – to, High the game, I believe, after Alex had got it started. Um, and then, you know, to 
come up again and drive in some more runs. Um, you know, he, he's, he's one of the best out there. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, again, I've seen him do special things on, on, on every stage. How big is this? Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. George, how big is this for you guys to open this series a best of five with the first win? It's huge. You know, um, that's obviously a very, very good ball club over there. Um, and they're extremely hard to beat. So, you know, for, for us to, to come out today, you know, get down early, um, not quit, you know, fight hard and, and, and come out of here, fight the, uh, a win on the first game for us is obviously huge. David Barron. George, you've had a two hit game with three hit game and now a four hit game at Dodger stadium. Uh, what enables you to do so well there and what worked for, for, well for you today? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm just tr trying to hit to first base, um, to be completely honest, you know, I, I know who's up behind me. Um, I know what they can do. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, slowing down, uh, trying to get something to hit and, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully hitting it. Chandler Rome. George, the A's bullpen had been difficult for you guys to hit all year. I, I know they helped you out with Simeon's error, but but what what did you guys like about the matchup against Wendelkin there in the sixth? Uh, oh, I don't know. You know, I just like the way that 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 all of us fought. You know, we 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 passed the baton on to the next guy. Um, you know, had probably three or four quality at bats in a row. Um, again, you know, he he's been phenomenal all year. He's extremely tough to hit. Um, so for us to you know string to had their three, four, five uh, quality at, at bats in a row um, is huge. Adam Spillane. Uh, George, the, the first time through the order, you guys didn't score any runs, but did you feel like the at bats that you had and the swings that you had that you were going to that you were going to break out at some point? Um, I think so. You know, I I know. Um, you know, the, through, through the first probably maybe three, four innings, we didn't have a lot of um, success, but. We had a lot of good quality at bats. Um, you know, I, I I know you know some guys had some um, good swings, just didn't have any luck. Um, you know, some guys uh, took a lot of pitches. So you know, I, I I think for us to score off a guy who's been pretty much unhittable um, for the whole month of September and honestly, really all year um, is huge. So you know, I, I I think as the game got deeper, the at bats got better. Mark Berman. George, what was it like for you guys to see Jose Altuve come up with that that key two out two run single there? Oh, um, it's awesome. You know, he he's our leader. You know, he he um, he can do special things um, as well. Um, and that's you know who he is. You know, the, the base hit to right, um, I thought was a vintage Jose. Um, and and then you know obviously the huge hit there um, to take the lead. So you know he he's. He's been positive all year. He's been upbeat, and and everybody here believes in him. Ron Krojic. George, Ron, Ron Krojic from the San Francisco Chronicle. Could you tell, even in batting practice, that the ball was going to carry the way it did, and how, how could that shape the rest of this series? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm not one to really pay a, a attention to stuff like that. I mean, it, it is hot. Um, um, and the last actually few times that we've been here, it's been hot. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Gabe Blockus. Uh, hey, George. Uh, it seemed like you guys didn't, you know, obviously a tough year and, and maybe it didn't 
from the outside didn't look like you were having as much fun as you usually do in a typical year. It looked a lot like a lot different team in Minnesota once you started to win a little bit. And then today, obviously, things were going really well for you. What what difference does it make for this team when you you kind of have that swagger going and, and you guys are, are enjoying, you know, winning and enjoying each other in the manner that you did today? Um, yeah, you know, I just think um, our team likes to have a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, we like to kind of enjoy the game with, with each other. And, I you know, I just think that we, we uh, just slowed down finally, um, you know, or really, really slow the game down, understanding that this is the playoffs and, you, you, you don't know if you're ever going to get back here or not. So you might as well enjoy it, um, you know, and, and honestly, whatever happens, happens. James Montgomery. George, describe the feeling that you guys have this year as opposed to the ALDS series uh, last year and how you're approaching it. And how we're what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. And how you're approaching the feel that you had this year as opposed to the feel that you had going into the ALDS last year? Um, I mean, they're pretty much the exact same. You know, last year we, we played an unbelievable ball club and this year we're playing an unbelievable ball club. You know, it's, 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 it's going to take every guy on our roster, um, you know, to, to, to fight, to scratch claw. Um, you know, Oakland obviously um, is a very, very good team. I know that our team knows that and so do they. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to take us all. And, you know, obviously just one, one inning at a time. And he hits this one pretty well. Straight away center field, looking up. That's good wood. It's gone. A game tying two run homer for Carlos Correa. It's three to three. Carlos, um, you did it in Minnesota and you did it today after both your home runs. Can you kind of explain what the, uh, when you put your hand to your ear as you're rounding third base, what what that means? Uh, it's just a way to celebrate the homer. You know, um, when I when I did it in, uh, against the Yankees on the walk of homer, um, you know, the fans went crazy, and you know, I got a lot of great feedback about that, and a lot of people telling me I should make it my thing. And uh, with no fans in the stands this year, well, I decided to do it. I'm rounding third with the coach at third base. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of like. Make it my own thing. Brian McTaggart. Yeah, Dusty said that he was giving a lot of credit to uh, Alex Cintron for some adjustments that you guys made just recently. Can you give us any insight on, on which? Yeah, um, you know, throughout throughout the year, um, I was I was trying to, to find my, my my power stroke, and I couldn't seem to find it. I was looking back at videos uh, 2017, and then when we were in uh, the Rangers. Uh, Cintron told me, let's look at 2015 when you got in, in, in the in the big leagues and you were, you know, doing great. I said, all right. So, you know, we saw a couple of things on the video, um, my hand position, the way I position my body. Um, and it was completely different to what I was doing uh, throughout this year. Um, so we started adjusting it. Um, I had a day off in Texas. I hit all day with Cintron in the cage, trying to get the feel for it. And then every, everything started slow, uh, to click slowly. Um, then I had the last game in Texas. I hit a home run, and it felt right. It felt like that was my power swing. Um, so we kept working on it. Minnesota hit the homer uh, right center field. It's been a while since I hit a homer right center field. And at that point, I felt like like that was that was my swing. And you know, uh, kept working on it. Came today, was able to hit two homers, and 
you know, the fan feels great to have a guy like Cintron uh, next to you, uh, paying attention to every single detail in order for you to succeed out there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful to have him as my hitting coach. He's, he's great. Mark Berman. Carlos, you're the uh, first shortstop in Major League Baseball history to have two multi-home run games in the postseason. I know you're focused on winning the games for your team, but what does that fact mean to you? Well, I mean, it means a lot. You know, it's uh, a lot of great shortstop that shortstop that played this game uh, for a very long time. So, you know, to be able to to be the only one, it, it honestly means a lot. Um, you know, like I said, we keep working. Our, our goal is to win, um, but that definitely feels good. Richard Justice, Carlos, I had two questions. One, sort of what Mark said. You've got big numbers, big numbers now in October in the postseason. How comfortable are you on the big stage? And how much do you think your teammates feed off your emotion, energy, and the way you show your joy? Yeah, I'm sorry. What was the first question again? The first question was, you've accomplished – you're doing some historic things in, in the postseason, and how comfortable are you on this stage? Yeah, I, I, I love uh, October baseball. You know, I want to be in there. I want to be uh, in tough spots. I want to be in uh, situations where, you know, uh, decisive situations. Um, just preparing myself every single day mentally uh, for when that situation comes, uh, I, I stay ready. And, you know, October baseball, the energy is just different. You know, I know there's no fences here, but still the energy to be able to, to win, knowing that either you win or you go home is what drives me every single day. So when I show up to a ballpark, I feel like I don't want to go home just yet. I want to keep playing the game that I love so much. And my teammates feel the same way. And that's why we've been successful. And the joy you show, the emotion you show on the field, it seems like everybody feeds off of it. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's the same game that we used to play as a little kid. So I, when I go out there, um, I show emotions because, you know, I love this game so much and I can't take for granted. You know, one day I'm going to be 40 and look back and be like, wow, why didn't I enjoy the game as much as I wanted to? So I want to be able to make sure that when I'm 40 and I look back, I say, wow, I enjoyed the game um, every single day. I love what I what I did, and, uh, you know, I, I showed passion. I, I made sure the fans knew that, that I was passionate about this sport. David Barron. George Springer said he was just trying to get to first base today. What did his success in doing so mean to the people who were hitting behind him? You know, when you when you get the, the leadoff guy, you're George Springer getting on base every single time, good, good things are going to happen, you know. Uh, he's one of the best players in the game. He had a solid season, and he's – he, he, he's great in October every single year. You know, he was the World Series MVP. So, you know, he when he goes, we go as a team. So um, he, he did a great job today, and he was a, a huge part of what we won this, this game one today. Luis Ortiz. Carlitos, buenas noches. Eh, platícame, ¿qué tan grande es esta victoria? Empezar este, con, una, con una victoria. Es grandísima, una victoria muy importante para, para nosotros. Juego uno en una serie de, de cinco juegos, de verdad que es demasiado importante y pudimos salir con la victoria. Estamos muy contentos, con mucha confianza. Hablando de la confianza, ¿qué tanta confianza les da ya para el juego dos? Que eh, si ganan mañana, básicamente los ponen a, eh, entre la espada y la pared. Sí, nos da demasiada confianza. Este, el pitcher de ellos de hoy era su mejor pitcher. Eh, pudimos hacer un buen trabajo para sacarlo temprano del juego y poder entrar al bullpen eh, sabemos que no hay días libres o que tenemos que tratar de cansar los brazos del bullpen hicimos un gran trabajo en eso hoy y la última si me permites una más eh, ¿qué dice de este equipo que a pesar de que 
eh, al final de la campaña no estaban pegando muy bien, hoy salen los bates y, y anotan carrera tras carrera. Sí, dice que nos crecemos como equipo cuando llega octubre. Eh, los playoffs es una temporada diferente y pues para ser exitoso en, en octubre hay que querer estar en esas situaciones difíciles. We have time for two more questions. Mark Burma, you can go ahead. Carlos, how in, uh, it's an obvious question, but in a short series, best of five, how important is it that you guys got off on the right foot and get the first win? Uh, it's really important, you know, uh, especially um, I think the key today was that we got the starter out of the game early. Um, when you have uh, five game series with no off days, um, you want, you, you're trying to tire the bullpen as much. And, you know, they use their big arms today. Um, and, and I think that that's, that was huge today in, in, in game one. Uh, we were able to come up with the win. We're able to see their big arms, and uh, you know, tomorrow we gotta go out there and try to take another one. All right, last question, Alden Gonzalez, you can take it. Hey, Carlos, I'm sorry for the music here in the background. Um, I'm just curious, as this year has gone on, did you find yourself just sort of embracing um, whatever hate people on the outside might have towards your team? And do you feel like that's helped you? I feel like, you know, people are going to have their own perspective of things uh, every single time. Um, all we can control is, is what, what happens inside this clubhouse. And we're having fun. We're having a great time. Uh, we're playing great baseball right now. We want to keep it that way. You know, we love each other in this clubhouse. We got each other's back. And, you know, to us, well, what we think inside our clubhouse, our inner circle, that's, that's what matters to us. So we just go out there. We have fun. And we play the game hard every single day. AstroCast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. See you later!